The content of the following program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or cure. Always consult your physician or a health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Ready, set, go! And the truth shall set you free! Welcome to One Life Radio. Going higher indeed, everyone, and the truth shall set you free. Welcome to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Piaschetti with Jerry Caldwell and Marie Early, broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas, on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. Hey, you guys. How you doing? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. All right. <laughs> Can I hear that again? <laughs> Happy, Happy Monday. With some energy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I almost adopted Ooh. a dog yesterday. You did what? I almost adopted a dog yesterday. Oh, almost. You're getting closer. Okay. Getting well, closer. You know, little mama still needs a home. The one that, you know, where Henry and uh, Isra came from. And you get one life, so you might want to adopt a dog. Yes. <laughs> I won't quit my day job. Do you want to tell us a story? No. Yeah, tell us a story real quick. Let me let me introduce Ray Flores yes. first, though, because I want to bring him right in out of the gate. Uh, it, we're Today, of course, is Monday, which, in, in fact, we're going to start switching this to Tuesday, starting next week, the most read news and views of the week with Ray Flores and the Children's HealthDefense.org. Ray, how are you doing today? Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I want to hear about all about the conference, but let's hear Jer's uh, story first about almost adopting a dog. What happened, Jerry? Um, I almost adopted a dog. Um, <laughs> Was it what kind of dog? Where running down you? the street? Or? What made you not do it? You know, yeah. Uh, I just, I, I, I don't really know. There, there's, there's still some things I think I need to figure out first. Yeah, so, it's okay. Okay, that's very responsible. I went to. I might um, add. Um, now I can't think of the name of the place. Dallas it's, Animal it's, Services. It's, it's over here in uh, Carrollton. Um, uh, the um, the Carrollton Animal Adoption Center. I know. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's 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 a different. Um, Johnny England used to head it up. Um, okay. Well, okay. so and you just. But anyway, you know? I went down there and I looked because we were looking for dogs, and it's like, all right, it's time for me to get Aww. a dog and. Looking through uh, Craigslist and looking through various websites. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are people that have dogs there that they need to rehome all the time. Mm. And um, I saw one at this particular uh, service. Mm -hmm. And so his his name is Aspen. And he is uh, clearly some sort of Airedale Terrier mix. Hmm. Hence the name Aspen. Yes. Oh my gosh. He's well, seven months old and he's wonderful. Aww. And I just Well I just need to make sure it's gonna be right for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just think about it. Think about it. He's but, already been brought back um, three times. So Aw. What do you mean? Oh no. Really? Yeah. So oh, as far as he's concerned, seven months, um, this whole thing is temporary. Where where you stay Aww. is temporary. Yeah. And if I'm gonna take him, that's not gonna be how that is. It's I refuse. Forever. You know, somebody asked me the other day, Burn, if you could find really good homes for some of your dogs, would you do it? And I'm like, no, they are part of my family. Are you kidding me? I love them. I would never abandon or betray them again um, as, as they had been in the past. So anyway, uh, you know, think about it, Jaron. That's great. You know, let's uh, I got so Ray, I've got to ask you, I you know, I missed the conference. Uh, for various reasons, but how was the Children's Health Defense second annual conference in Savannah, Georgia over the weekend? I bet it was amazing. 
Well, what would you like to hear about how great the weather was, how beautiful the venue <laughs> was, how beautiful Savannah is, how yes. amazing Mary Holland and Robert Kennedy oh, were, gosh. how great the speakers were, over oh, a thousand man. people in attendance, the booths, the vendors. It was an entire convention. It yeah. was amazing. It was three days. They wow. had, a, you know, they had breakout tracks, science track, legal track. They had meetings. It was just incredible. We took over the entire convention center. It wow. was nuts. Wow, how wonderful. Yeah. Who, who was your favorite speaker? Or I guess you wouldn't say favorite. Me, who was, who did you... me, me, I'll say it. I don't mind. Oh, Go ahead. I know what you're going to say. One of two no, people me. or both it's, of no, them. No, me. Oh, me you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> of course. That's so yeah, funny. Oh, my Thank gosh. You. I bet Mary Holland was wonderful. I bet Robert F. Kennedy oh, no. Jr. I mean, was yeah, wonderful. Yeah, all joking yeah. aside. And I you, mean, too, I, I, of course. It's almost impossible to say who was who stood out. They were right. all just so amazing. And there was this wonderful tribute when Mr. Kennedy received, you know, the Defender Award and the, the lady oh. who, who first uh, approached him about uh, about Mercury was there. And then Mary uh-huh. spoke and Laura spoke and, and how, yeah. you know, he was their savior to these women who were felt abandoned. And he said something's wrong, and sure enough, he did something. I mean, if that's not a godsend, I I, I don't know what is. I mean, to wow. them, he sure is. And it really made me understand what Children's Health Defense is all about. It was just amazing. It, it really was moving and, and transforming. I wish I could have been there. I really do. Yeah, it sounds was great. amazing. Susan Humphrey spoke as well, right? Uh, yes, uh, she did. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading her book this morning, Dissolving Illusions. When you go back and you look at the history of vaccines going all the way back to smallpox, it is quite astounding how all of this has just advanced this far without something being done, other than Children's Mm. Health Defense, right? Well, there's other great organizations, too. But I'll tell you there what, are, we're on but, the precipice right now. Yeah, you're the leaders, um, and um, and and I, and I, and it's so wonderful uh, to to talk about it all. It is, and we've got uh, some great stories this week from the Defender newsletter from the Children's Health with Ray Flores. And let me introduce you officially. Ray Flores is a leading health freedom attorney. After graduating from UCLA uh, in the 80s, 1980s, he found his first calling in the natural products business. He became an attorney in 2004 to protect health from being attacked by regulatory agencies. He now serves as senior outside counsel and represents Children's Health Defense in several groundbreaking lawsuits. You can find Ray and Mary and everyone at childrenshealthdefense.org. It's an incredible organization, and if you sign up for the Defender newsletter, it is free, and you get all of these stories and this information that you really need to know as a, as just a, a, a person living on the planet. This is really These are really important stories to protect our health and our medical freedom uh, worldwide. And so, our children. And, and our, our children, chi- yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. You know, and there's so much we're going to be talking about today. Let's start with the first story because it's a big one, too. Uh, the first headline from the Defender newsletter reads, Children's Health Defense Sues Philadelphia Over a Law Allowing 11-Year-Olds to consent, consent to Vaccines Without Parents' Consent. Ray, how is vaccinating any child without parental consent even legally possible? <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea, and that's why it's being challenged, and that's why I think it's a strong case. You know, I, I started to try and put this lawsuit together for about, you know, about 16 to 18 months ago, and I was on one avenue because I, I didn't want the COVID-19 vaccine to be uh, injected without parental consent, and then Vince Feldman, 
the president of Children's Health Defense in Philadelphia, told me he's he said, no, it's not just the COVID vaccine. It's all vaccines. Mm-hmm. And it's been going on since 2007. 2007. Can you imagine yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. And so we just picked this thing apart. I mean, we worked hard at it. We got Tricia Lindsay on the complaint. We got Mary Holland on the complaint. I'm on the complaint. And I have a feeling that we're going to do very, very well with this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope so. It's bigger than anyone really understand. Maybe I'm not every everyone. This is, this is a very complicated subject. So, you know, a lot of people don't know a lot of the facts behind this because they've been lied to for so many years and a lot has been covered up. But in this particular um, in this particular story, I like how it goes into uh, basically kind of like an, uh, it touches on the supremacy clause, which is in our Constitution and how it's important that we protect that. Can you um, uh, elaborate on what I just said? Um, right. Well, well yes, uh, for for vaccines, there has to be a vaccine information statement given to the children. And there, um, you know, and it has to be intelligible by, under federal law, by, by you know, people. But <laughs> these vaccine information statements are barely intelligible by adults, let alone a, a, a person who was only 10 years old maybe a week ago. I mean, how, how are they going to be able to understand what's being said in there? And mm-hmm. so... You know, and then also the vaccine information statement is supposed to be given to, to you know, parents, mm-hmm. and so that's also in in the, in the law. So mm-hmm. hopefully that that's uh, one of the ways. In addition to the fact that, you know, it's been found in, in case law that's unconstitutional to mm-hmm. take away a parent's consent. And you know, mm-hmm. this you know today's topic to me, all the topics feel like the end game of what they're really trying to do, and they really want to wedge themselves between the parent and the child so mm-hmm. that they can make all children wards of the state on a variety of levels. Mm-hmm. And this is just one of them. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing, even though we waited, you know, a little more than I would have liked to to file this thing, nothing could be more timely right now because all the stuff that's going on and, and children's rights being being violated, the vaccines looking so horrible right now. I think it's I think it's really a timely lawsuit. It's perfect. Yeah. I would. I, I agree 100 percent. You know, I went back and did some digging um, when I was preparing for today's show. And one of the stories that I found that we we've covered this before back in 2022. But I think it's a it's a really good story. And you, you'll, you know the story. It's about William Yates Hazelhurst. OK, a.k.a. Yates mm-hmm. um, and his story. It's a riveting story. And uh, the, the title of this particular story on The Defender, if you search for it on The Defender website, Father's 20-year battle on behalf of vaccines, injured son, exposes the travesty of liability-free vaccines. And it takes you step-by-step through this child's uh, ordeal and its family ordeal that took them 20 years to get uh, to basically, I won't even call it justice, because there you can't, justice can't be done when a child is injured um, because of negligence or because of money or because of greed, whatever you want to call it. You know, we know that vaccines can injure children. We know that. And, and not, but it's not common knowledge. Ma- uh, mainstream media doesn't talk about it. But this particular story is uh, is astounding because it talks about the medical mal- malpractice. It's the this this major. I'm reading this now from the article. This medical malpractice trial was the only opportunity in the last 35 years for a jury to hear evidence in a court of law regarding whether a vaccine injury can cause neurological 
neurological injury, including autism. And so I guess they got they got satisfaction, maybe not justice, because they'll never get their son's life back. Right. A normal life, which is something a healthy life, something we all want and long for for ourselves and our children. Right, Ray? Well, yeah. I mean, I work with Ralph on a regular basis routinely, and uh, he's still working on another angle to be able to get at them for this. And he also Mm -hmm. was instrumental in getting Tennessee to adopt a a law that says that these vaccines cannot be uh, given without parental consent. And also, don't forget, in in a parallel case to the Philadelphia case, was Booth v. Bowser, and he was an attorney of record on that case. Right, right. And uh, he really did an excellent job in oral argument. And uh, so, you know, they messed with the wrong guy is what I got to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what? I'm looking at the clock. We need to go to break. We'll be right back. More coming up with Ray Flores and the most read news and views of the week from the childrenshealthdefense.org, the Defender newsletter. Sign up for it. It's free. We'll be right back. You're listening to One Life Radio. If you miss the show, not to worry. You can always catch the podcast after the broadcast at OneLifeRadio.com or your favorite podcast app. Be sweet, Barricade. (laughs) We've all heard the mantra that vaccines are safe and effective, but is it really true? Turtles All the Way Down, Vaccine Science and Myth is an in-depth review and analysis of the science on vaccine safety. By the time you finish reading, not only will you see the answer clearly for yourself, you will also have the scientific references and quotes at your disposal that prove it. More than 1,200 of them. From mainstream scientific papers and textbooks to official government publications and vaccine manufacturers' documents. Whether you are new to the vaccine debate or a veteran seeking a deeper grasp of the science, Turtles All the Way Down Vaccine Science and Myth is a must-read. Now available on Amazon. Back with more positivity pouring out your speakers. It's One Life Radio. All right. A little rock and roll always helps. (laughs) Welcome back to One Life Radio. Everyone, this is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and Ray Flores. He is a leading health freedom attorney. After graduating from UCLA, and that's the University of California, Los Angeles, in the 1980s, he found his first calling in the natural products business. He became an attorney in 2004 to protect health from being attacked by regulatory agencies. He now serves as senior outside counsel and represents children's health defense in several uh, groundbreaking lawsuits. You can find Ray at childrenshealthdefense.org. We're going through the most read news and views of the week with Ray. The second headline reads, Bill Gates pushes digital ID for newborns in Kenya as critics warn of surveillance risk. So, Ray, when I first read this headline, I was like, wait, like what? Ray, what are the critics saying about this? This seems like something out of a movie. Yeah, it sure does. I mean, I can't understand how they're going to tag people with, like, barcodes. I mean, this is like something out of, like, a Devo album from the 1970s. <laughs> I mean, this thing is, <laughs> right, the duty now for the future. I don't know if you remember that album, but... I do. It had exactly a whip it on going it. going on here. <laughs> and <laughs> we've devolved completely. And they always do it in the name of equity, fairness, health, uh-huh. uh, you know. And, and does anyone believe that that's the goal? Yeah, you know that that is that is that it's truly humanitarian to do so. It's I I certainly don't. No, I think it's yeah. terrible, and I think that they're uh, you know they're going to uh, I don't know I, I all of it is bad. None of it is, sounds good. You know, um, 
I don't know. Gates is so into Africa, isn't he? <laughs> He's just always yeah, yeah, for doing some reason. Yeah, you kind of wonder what the target yeah. is. Yeah, what's he I up mean, to over there? I think it's up for sale over there, and so that's why they think that they can convince these, uh, you know, third world governments to, you know, be manipulated to do whatever it is that they want them to do. Well, right, he can pay them off. Well, and he had private conversations, conferences, and meetings, you know, with the with the uh, the people in charge, the government, high level of government, the president or whoever. I'm reading it here. You know, I, I remember reading it yesterday, and they they didn't even consult what the people want, right? These they went just went behind the scenes and made these made these decisions and not putting to question the children's lives that are potentially in the balance from an act such as this. Yeah, I know. That's right. And then they say it's going to be a benefit to them that they're going to have their medical records available to them. But they're also saying that it's going to be like a tracking and surveillance mechanism, uh-huh. not only to know who and, and where they are, but also what their vaccine status is. So well, yeah. know, there's something evil at play. It's and this a- article does a very good job of pointing that out. Do you feel like it's a practice, Ron? <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't know if it's appropriate <laughs> to stand on the radio, but I mean, everything that we've been going through <laughs> right now just feels like the foreplay, you know, and you know yeah. what happens after that, you know. Uh-huh. And yeah. so, you know, we're, <laughs> I mean, even the pandemic and everything, what's the end goal? What's the yeah. end game? Yeah. You know. I, I contemplate everything now. I, it's gotten really crazy. I'm sure everyone out there listening can relate to. I mean, you just have to question everything. I always question, right. like, you know, growing up, your mom would say there's starving children in Africa. If you wouldn't eat your, or like, it wouldn't eat your dinner or live, you know, when Live Aid happened to help starving kids in Africa. But now we're talking about making sure they're vaccinated. Are right. they eating? <laughs> Yeah. Is that over? Did they get enough food? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. Ray, what do you think? Yeah, <laughs> Any yeah, comments? Right, exactly. No, I'm just saying about all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you some slack and go to the next question. <laughs> well, it's like the media. Really, it's like we listen. Whatever the media tells us, it yeah. seems to be what we follow and think is happening. No, I know. You know That's so. the point. And uh-huh. yeah, it's, it's, it is. It's crazy. Yeah, could we be more? Pr- program right <laughs> hey, well oh I, I will interrupt real briefly you know i want everybody to make sure they have a portable battery in their house you know one of those little you know they looks like a battery but you can plug in your devices into your wall here because uh-huh. i think the smart meter company just turned off my electricity right in the middle of our conversation are you right. kidding me oh, <laughs> yeah, right gosh. i mean and so <laughs> And so wow. what I need to do is uh, get back to my notes here and so I'm frantically, but at least I had the machine to plug in, you know, wow. and not everybody does, right? What, a, what are the odds of that happening while you're on the air live and we're talking about all this crazy stuff, you know? Um, yeah. It, yeah. What are the odds? I, th- I think we need to yeah, go to 100%. Vegas. 100%. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> and, why, and why is it that, you know, the one day because I came in late last night, you know, from Savannah, right. that I didn't print out a copy. But guess what? I'm back on. I got my computer plugged in. I got wow. my monitor plugged in. I got my battery going. I get yeah. to cook rice with this. I can watch TV with this. Go That's ahead, amazing. man. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm of the same mindset. I really am. You should see some of the some of the stuff I have around the house. I've got like a, a wind-up radio, even if I don't have yeah. any batteries um, and in yeah, case yeah, of an right, emergency. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I've got all kinds of stuff. I've got, you know, uh, hi, uh, um, a generator and all mm-hmm. kinds of things to prepare just in case, you know. I used to even have a 30-gallon gas tank to, f- to put the gasoline in the generator, but I lost it in one right. of my divorces. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
joking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, at least everybody's laughing. That's always my goal on the air, too, is give yeah, everybody a little bit of a laugh. That's our only weapon. Oh, right. my gosh. Yeah, laughter is definitely the best medicine when you're covering topics like this. Okay, the third headline from the most read news and views of the week from the Defender newsletter reads, Exclusive uh, taxpayer-funded initiative urges dentists to push HPV vaccines. So, Ray, why are the taxpayers funding a project to push HPV vaccines on children and young adults? Yeah, right. Well, this was discovered by my colleague, Risa Evans, who I work with on the FOIA request, and she had this brainchild, she found a government website where you can check and see what grants are being, you know, given. And one of them was to push vaccines, HPV vaccines, to, to dentists because they often have, you know, teenagers, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as, as customers, and that hopefully then they won't be uh, as reluctant if they hear the, the word from their dentist so they mm-hmm. could, you know, perhaps avoid, uh, well, yeah. you know, problems with uh, HPV and it's just a sinister trick. I heard also that there's also another move in uh, Arizona to get to get um, hair salons to start pushing vaccines as well. What? You know, it, it, Why? It's just crazy. Yeah. What's, in other I, words, they're, they're they're trying to get anybody. They're desperate. You know that they are. Oh, yeah. No, I saw an ad during the Cowboy game yesterday. It made me so mad. I was at True Foods Kitchen having brunch and watching a little football, and they had all these ads with masked people for, um, it was medicalsomething.org. And I thought, do you, I mean, th- it just, it, it just astounds me how, um, just how creepy they are you know they're just (laughs) i can't think of a a better word for it it's just so creepy because vaccines are such big business you know and if if you're if you're talking about the hpv vaccine which we know does has safety and efficacy issues i mean there's a there's a class action lawsuit against merck if i'm not mistaken right now isn't there ray you're involved in it yeah it's a multi-district litigation that's right and i was just uh with michael Baum over the weekend and they're expecting a, a total of 250 lawsuits and, wow. and Merck is really trying to fight this because they went to vaccine injury court first. Mm-hmm. And then after 240 days, if there's fraud, then you can take it into the district court, the federal district court. And, of oh, course, wow. Merck is going to fight tooth and nail, you know, uh-huh. on everything. But I I would hate to go against Michael Baum and mm-hmm. Weiser Baum. There's no way that, that Merck is going to yeah. Well, you know, like I said, vaccines are such big business. And But I see it with this, in this in this case, with children and young adults, right? Almost conditioning them and uh, to, for these young minds to accept only allopathic medicine is the only answer to wellness and disease. Um, and, and, and instilling that mentality in them and that fear and that prevention as young as they can, you know, because you start going to the dentist, what, when you're like, I think I took my, oh, my kids little. at like four? Three or four years old, as soon as, you know, most right. of their teeth started to come in. But just crazy stuff uh, that we need to consider and think about. But the hair salon, that's a reach. That's a reach. But it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I, it doesn't surprise me at all. I target minority, minority hair salons, too, which yeah. is even more disgusting. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Well, they do do it in grocery stores. If you have a CVS in your grocery store, like a Super Target or a Super Walmart, right? right? I mean, it's nuts. Yeah, it's and, really in, nuts. And, and in an article we're going to talk about later, they talk about, the COVID-19 vaccine being advertised on a McDonald's French fry box 
It's like, would you like lies oh, with that shake? You know, God. that's what I have to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some really important stories here that are. So I, please continue yeah. to listen. Or if you can't, go to the Defender newsletter and read them yourself. These are really important things that we're talking about today. Uh, and uh, free speech is one of them. That's coming up next, but we're going to go to break. We'll be right back with Ray Flores and the Children's Health Defense.org. Stay tuned. You are listening to One Life Radio. Follow us on social media at One Life Radio. In the fight against corruption, together we are stronger. Join me at the Children's Health Defense Second Annual Conference, Rise and Resist, in Savannah, Georgia, November 3rd through the 5th, and learn how to confront corruption in big pharma, big government, big tech, big food, and all the regulatory bodies who are influenced by big corporate interests. At Rise and Resist, you'll hear from the most influential health freedom activists in the world, including Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Children's Health Defense Chairman on Leave. Join the fight and remember, people over profits, truth over lies, courage over fear. Go to childrenshealthdefense.org to get your ticket. The Children's Health Defense Second Annual Conference, November 3rd through the 5th in Savannah, Georgia. I'll see you there. Magnesium supports the health of nearly every system in the human body, yet it can be difficult to maintain healthy levels through diet or supplements. The ideal way to restore and maintain healthy magnesium levels is through your body's largest, most efficient organ of absorption, your skin. Be sure that your body is getting the magnesium it needs with Ancient Minerals, the number one recommended topical magnesium among health practitioners worldwide. Their lotions, highly concentrated magnesium oils, bath salts, and gels make it easy to get the daily magnesium you need to thrive. And the best part? Ancient Minerals is part of Enviromedica, a name synonymous with quality and integrity. Learn more about magnesium and ancient minerals at Enviromedica.com. Want to advertise on One Life Radio? Send us an email, info at oneliferadio.com. Contagiously positive. One Life Radio is back. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Biaschetti with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and Ray Flores. We are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. We're going over the most read news and views of the week with Ray and the Children's Health Defense.org. The next story headline from the Defender newsletter reads We stand for your right to ask questions. 138 luminaries call on government tech firms to protect free speech ray it is my opinion that this story is the most important story of the week maybe even our lifetime can you explain what the westminster declaration is yes it's a declaration uh designed to inform everyone of the right to speak freely and also to receive um information without filtering by the government and it says, there's, here's what the declaration says. It says, regimes that eroded free speech have always inevitably weakened and damaged other core democratic structures. In the same fashion, the elites that push for censorship today are also undermining democracy. What has changed, though, is the broad scale of the technological tools through which censorship can be enacted. Mm-hmm. And they stand for your right to ask questions. Heated arguments, even though those that may cause distress 
are far better than no arguments at all. We do not want our children to grow up in a world where they live in fear of speaking their minds. We want them to grow up in a world where their ideas can be expressed, explored, and debated openly. Mm -hmm. You know, the thing I love about this, uh, the, the uh, Westminster Declaration, is that it's, it's, it's coming from the left, it's coming from the right, and it's coming from the center. All of these people, are, all of these uh, distinguished people are united by their commitment to universal human rights and freedom of speech. And they are all deeply concerned about attempts to label protected speech as misinformation and disinformation and other uh, ill-defined terms. Um, but, you know, the thing, uh, a lot of, I, it's the first time I actually heard this term when I read this censorship industrial complex uh, i'd never heard yeah. that term before what can you explain to our listeners what that what that is in in in, in their opinion their yeah i'm not sure if chd uh coined it or if it's something that we're incorporating uh-huh. to, or if mr kennedy coined it and incorporated or incorporated it but basically it's all the media conspiring with all the uh the uh, the social media corporations and the uh-huh. government to where the government cannot directly uh, censor, but they can use the tools such as uh, social media to do so. And that's what the Missouri v. Biden case is all about. And that was consolidated with Kennedy v. Biden. So this is the issue of the decade and the most important issue of a generation. And Mr. Kennedy said that it's the First Amendment because all other rights flow from it. Yeah. You just answered my question. What's at risk? <laughs> everything, right? Yeah, everything yeah, everything. Is at risk. Yeah, everything. Liberty. Okay. Yeah. And, liberty. Yeah. And, and I remember after nine eleven, people started saying, "Well, you better be careful what you say." I'm like, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to speak my mind, right? <laughs> That's right. That's a great thing about living in America. It should be. And America well, stands for that, you know. Or at least at one time it did. I'm not so sure now. You know, I. We're bringing I, it back. We're bringing it back, Bernadette. We're okay. going to do it. All right, I'm holding on. <laughs> I appreciate your enthusiasm, truly, I do, and I don't mean that uh, in, in, in jest. Uh, I really do. So, you know, Ray, for everyone out there listening, what must we all do pr- to protect free speech? It's free speech. <laughs> Blah, I can't even say it. What must we do? I guess it starts at home. I mean, look at in the office, you know, in the office. Look at uh, in, in social situations. Look how many people have lost friends just because of their opinion about the pandemic. You know, how many families have broken up? Mm. You know, like Kennedy said the other day, you can love them at a distance. You know, but why should it be that people, you know, break up over this? You know, and it may, I always wondered, like in the Civil War, how could brothers shoot at brother? And after seeing what's happened over the last three and a half years, I'm like, oh, okay, now I get it. Yeah, no, people have lost their minds. They really have. They've forgotten what's really yeah. important. Um, and it, it's just kind of crazy. Uh, but that, you know, that's intentional, too, to divide. You have to, in order to conquer, you must divide the people. Yeah, but it's right? going to reunite us even stronger. It's going to go oh, I hope so. and everything's going to solidify and fuse, right. and they'll never divide us again. Wow. So thank you very much for the opportunity. Yeah. That's what I say. I feel like saying the Pledge of Allegiance right now on the air. (laughs) Well, we got time. I don't know. You want to say it together, everybody? (laughs) Marie's like, no, no, shaking her head. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, (laughs) we're halfway through. Okay, so we're going to keep going here. We are halfway through the top 10 most read news and views from the Defender Newsletter and the childrenshealthdefense.org. The next headline reads, and I love Megyn Kelly. It reads, Megyn Kelly, legal experts debate legal issues around COVID. 
COVID vaccine liability. Ray, I really enjoyed watching this debate from the link in the story from the Defender newsletter. As an attorney yourself and quoted in this COVID news story, what would you like to say about this legal debate with Megyn Kelly, Jana Spilbor, and Arthur Adala? Yeah, and don't forget that they're debating my case. George yeah. Watts versus the Department of Defense. So I have yes. quite a lot to say about it. We could take a couple <laughs> hours talking about it. But what I would like to say is that I applaud the enthusiasm and the and the upswell of, of anger and frustrations and not being able to do anything and the idea that there could be hope, that willful misconduct could open the floodgates of litigation. I mean, at, at the Savannah Conference, that's all everybody was talking about was willful misconduct and the floodgates of litigation opening to finally be able to sue Pfizer. And so the the point is, though, is that, you know, willful misconduct cannot be used in the vernacular. It, it has to be a specific case with specific elements of willful misconduct that have to be satisfied in order to bring a lawsuit under mm-hmm. the PrEP Act. And in the 18 years since uh, George W. Bush signed the PrEP Act, they never uh, nobody ever brought a suit because nobody could ever figure out how to plead willful misconduct because mm-hmm. murder is easier to prove than willful misconduct. Right. And so I'm the only attorney who ever did that in this case. And they're talking about it, which is great news. And they're getting tons of hits. I already yeah. got worldwide press before. But now with Megan Kelly talking about it, everybody's yeah. saying it. So the only thing I really have to say is that I wish they understood willful misconduct better. But on the other hand, they're ringing the bell and they're ringing it loud. And I think mm-hmm. people are also at the stage, like I said earlier, to what now they felt like they've been had. And now mm-hmm. they feel like, what what can I do about it? And what can everybody else do about it? And then they find out there's nothing they can do about it. And mm-hmm. out of the CSIP program, out of 1.5 million adverse events reported to VAERS, only six people have been paid in the, wow. for the COVID-19 vaccine. Now they really are feeling a frustration. And even Bloomberg is writing, that now the floodgates could open. Mm-hmm. So this this is really an exciting time. So thank you, uh, Megan Kelly, for uh, putting it to the forefront. Yeah, yeah, she was very passionate. Great article, the, the, great the, yes, it was a it was in the end. You can clink, uh, cl- not clink, clink. Cl- <laughs> you can click <laughs> on the link. <laughs> I turned that yeah. into a word. Clink. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on the on the uh, childrenshealthdefense.org uh, under the Defender newsletter, and it, it, it'll play on YouTube. But it was really good. It was, and the, the the heartbreaking part about this is these lawsuits. You know, these these uh, this uh, this this debate around these legal issues around COVID vaccine liability, and the two stories in particular that were highlighted. And there's going to be many, many more. This is going to turn probably into a huge uh, class action lawsuit as well. But 24 years old, George Watts. You know, uh, Lockwood, New York, two doses, uh, complications for the first one and then died uh, after the second one. Uh, And another one out of Canada. I believe his name was uh, Hartman. Hartman. Yes, yes, yes. Dan Hartman. Okay, Pfizer. uh, 33 days after the shot, the first shot dead. You know, when you hear stories like that and you're like, this has got to be addressed. We have to address. We have to change this. We cannot let right. this continue. Um, and yeah, so, the outrage has finally set in. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, now that it the is hypno- great. hysteria has subsided, now people want action. Yeah, 
and I, and and we're going to give it to them, and especially the Children's That's Health right. Defense Which, by the way, I encourage you to support them to go, give a donation of five or ten dollars a month. The money goes to such good use. If this kind of stuff incenses you, then go to Children's Health Defense and make a a, a, a contribution, a reoccurring contribution on your credit card. Give it to somebody for Christmas. You know, help them out, support them. That's Children's Health Defense We're going to go for a quick break. We'll be right back. More coming up with Ray Flores. Stay tuned. You are listening to One Life Radio. You're listening to One Life Radio. Make sure you check out our podcast and get to know the show at oneliferadio.com. The ecosystems of the body and the earth are inseparable. Gut health is the foundation of all health. And just as biodiversity is integral to the health of the Earth's ecosystems, microbial diversity and balance are key to the health of your gut microbiome. I have been taking Enviromedica probiotics for over six years now, and I encourage you to try them as well. Rewild your gut with spore-based probiotics and wild-harvested prebiotics. Visit Enviromedica.com and check out all of their excellent products. Get reconnected to the Earth with Enviromedica. That's Enviromedica.com. We're back. More of One Life Radio starts now. Welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and Ray Flores. He is a leading health freedom attorney, and he now serves as senior outside counsel and represents Children's Health Defense in several groundbreaking lawsuits. You can find Ray at childrenshealthdefense.org. We are going through the most read news and views of the week with Ray. We have a few more headlines to go. The next one reads, DNA contamination in Pfizer shots could transform or excuse me transfer from pregnant mom to fetus experts suggest so ray who are the experts what did they find and did pfizer deliberately conceal critical data yes and we were talking earlier about the floodgates opening up and part of it and a big part of it is what kevin mckernan found he's uh an expert witness that we used in the uh, pcr case that i brought against mayor de blasio three years ago and he is one of the experts on PCR and uh, these type of DNA fragments and everything. And so he actually found that there was a missing section regarding the simian virus 40, uh, which uh, apparently links into DNA uh, and uh, caused, you know, caused cancer from people who you know, were vaccinated in the late 50s and early 60s, which probably could explain much of what has happened in America over the last mm-hmm. 65 years, all joking yeah. aside. But, uh, you know, this uh, this is tragic if, if it can actually be not only causing the turbo cancer, but that mm-hmm. it could also then alter people's DNA and and, and that communicate into, through the breast milk, and it, 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 it proliferating throughout uh, throughout the child's body and communicated to the, to the child through breast milk. And as a matter of fact, we're going to be reading another article down the road here where they're talking about how bad infant formula is. So what is a mother supposed to do? Right. What is a mother supposed to do? Well, and we covered a story last week about Pfizer deliberately deceiving regulators about SV40 contamination of COVID shots. Scientists say. Yes, and uh, a lot of this is a follow-up on that. Yes. Yeah. A lot of it is very similar. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and then there was a story on October uh, 20th about an admission of epic proportions. COVID, or excuse me, Health Canada confirms uh, DNA plasmid contamination right, of and, COVID yeah. vaccines. It's just like, oh, my yeah. gosh. It's and they nuts. confirmed what Mr. McKernan found. So uh-huh. he, he really, you know, started everything. And even in Japan, they confirmed what he found. Yeah. So wow. yeah, he's, he, he's great. He's, yeah. he's really great. He is great. I'll tell you who else is great. It is Dr. Malone. He's coming back on the show. He'll be on this Wednesday, November 8th. So, oh, man, what uh, a great man he is. What a hero. Oh, what a, I what know. A what a courageous person. I know. You have to be so brave to go through what he went through, and he's still standing strong and tall, and I'm looking forward to speaking with him again on Wednesday. Uh, you can always listen to it on the podcast after the broadcast at uh, on iHeartMedia or all, any uh, of your favorite podcast apps. Um, okay, so anything else you want to say about this story before we go on to the no, next one? No, no, it's just we got to do like three or four more, and we got yeah. only a few to do. Okay, we do. All right, I think we're going to get through them, though. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Which is amazing because I feel like we've been chatting a lot, and yet the clock is um, allowing us uh, giving, I don't know, being very gracious with us today. So uh, the next COVID news headline reads, Fatty liver disease in kids and teens up 100 and 68.3% since 2017. So, Ray, the obvious question is, why? What did Dr. Joseph Mercola report in this piece in the Defender newsletter? Well, he, he talked about the, the transition formula, the toddler milk. He talked about the lin, linoleic acids there that are replacing a lot of animal fats as possibly being a part of what causes the non-alcoholic fatty liver disease that... <laughs> Up until 1980, nobody even knew it existed. And then now it affects 32.4% of people globally. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, it's as bad as, uh, as uh, what is that, diabetes in children. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I-, I had no idea this even existed, and I've got to give him uh, credit for having to try to figure out what the causes are. But it just goes to show you. You know, <laughs> you can't fool Mother Nature, as the commercial no, used can't. to say. You know, the Chiffon Margarine well, yeah. said it's and not he... nice to fool with Mother Nature, and here we're doing it every single day. Right. And that's why health is wealth. That's why we get one life. That's why everything you're doing just all leads up to the same. It all ends up at the same place. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Um, and artificial sweeteners um, is, is included in this uh Yeah, right. Yeah, it's diet sodas, too. I know. I mean, again, you ridiculous. can't trick. You can't trick the body. You can't trick the palate. No. Um, and, and we've become addicted to sugar as a society. You know, um, right. that's a big part of it, too. And they're using vegetable oils. Oh, like yeah. In formula. Oh, yeah. Sugar yeah, and yeah, vegetable right. oils. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's something we need to yeah, pay that, attention. Yeah, that linoleic acid, those linoleic oils. Yeah, yeah. And that's why, yeah. you know, the stuff that you guys cover at the Children's Health Defense is so important. A lot of people don't know this. People that have small children are busy raising them, as they should be, right? Parenting is, right. is the most important job that you ever will have um, if you're mm-hmm. a parent or, or an aunt even, you know, an uncle, whatever. Takes a mm-hmm. takes a village to raise a child. So, you know, we're mm-hmm. all responsible for, for guiding these young people, these children. That's right. Okay. So uh, next story, the next headline from the Defender newsletter reads, young children rarely transmit COVID, do, uh, COVID to vulnerable adults, study says, or study finds, excuse me. Ray, who conducted this study and what did they find? Can we put the early pandemic killing granny concerns to rest? Well, I mean, we can. I don't know if everybody <laughs> else is going to buy it. I mean, people okay. are scared to die. They're hypochondriacs. They're, um, they'll do anything, even if it kills them to try and keep from dying from something if they're afraid of it. 
even if it means endangering their own family. To right. me, this whole thing was just the worst excuse and fear fear mongering at its at its most criminal. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, I'm glad that uh, that finally, you know, like I say, the hysteria is over. Let's see what what comes out because hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Remember that, right? Right. Well, and, so and now t- we're looking back on it and saying, "Oh my God, what did we do?" Well, yeah, and this guy, uh, this doctor, this expert uh, professor, uh, he is quite uh, astute in this field. He's he, it's from the University of Pittsburgh, which you know is Ivy League, as everyone knows, and he is uh, he's a pediatric expert. And he is the one that did the study and said this. We we really need to tap the brakes on our fear mechanism. And we all, I mean, I think everybody, nobody wants to, everybody wants to go into heaven, but they're in no hurry to get there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. You found that only three cases of children catching COVID, like, brought it home or transmitted yeah. it on any right. level. It's, I mean, rare is not the word. I mean, this is beyond rare. It's almost impossible. Yeah. But they made it seem like it was inevitable that it was uh-huh. killing grandma. Yeah, yeah. My God. Marie, you wanted to say I something? Mean, my mom's still scared. I, my mom's still scared she? to go outside after all this. Oh, you know? man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. On Wednesday with Dr. Malone, we're going to break down the COVID-19 <clears throat> deaths and really dive into what the causes were, and uh-huh. you'll be surprised. Yeah, I can't Wow, that here. sounds amazing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I'm looking right at his book, Lies uh, My Government Told Me and the Better yeah. Future Ahead. And we do have to keep our eye on that ball, right? The better future ahead because uh, it can be overwhelming to talk about all of this. And we've got two more stories to go in about two minutes, I think. So let's let's okay. see. The next one reads, the, def- the Defender in Depth. I'm so excited about this, Ray. It's a new podcast that launched. Uh, expert on pharma and agency corruption says safety and afterthought for FDA. So uh, let's, uh, let's what, what do we need to know about this new podcast from the Children's Health Defense.org? Well, I got to tell you that Michael Neverdakis is the person who, author- uh, who authors so many of the articles that we go yes. over every week. And he and he is the most detailed of any of them. I will say that with, without question. And then so to call it uh, in depth is is really perfect. And I listened to the to the interview, and his voice is perfect. You know, he's he lives in Greece actually, and he's and yeah. he works for us from there. And then the lady that they interviewed, talking about you know justice for her husband, justice for Wally, mm-hmm. uh, and then how she actually got on the FDA vaccine safety committee. Uh, because she was motivated by the fact that her husband died from a Zoloft, uh, wow. you know, after mm-hmm. being on it only five weeks, he hung himself. Uh, and so, yeah. and this woman, she still looks traumatized from it. So oh. she had some great advice, some great transformation, some great empowering thoughts. And that is, it's these people who die are the loves of people's lives. Mm-hmm. They're not just statistics. Right, right. And that's what we need to remember. You know, um, I, I can't wait to listen to it. Um, and we've got yeah, one. Yeah, it's a great. Yeah, you can actually watch it. It's a podcast. Oh, you, oh you so watch you can, it, that's yeah, right. You can watch it, yeah. Yeah, a lot of podcasts are also um, uh, visio- uh, vi- bleh, not just uh, right. audio. They're visual as well. Marie, you wanted to say right. something? Oh, yeah, just, we've, we've heard firsthand being on that committee is not for the faint at heart. Oh, it yeah. is like hardcore. Uh-huh. They're just, yeah, yeah, especially if you're uh, – vaccine injured or if you're mm-hmm. on that side oh yeah yeah that's mm-hmm. right we interviewed a girl uh on the bus tour mm-hmm. uh in plano about her experience being on that board it was brutal it was yeah. absolutely brutal but uh mm-hmm. you know uh ray how's my voice speaking of voices oh 
<laughs> you have one more, oh, yeah, one more story. I know. Fired. I was just joking, trying to be silly. Come uh, on. Fired <laughs> unvaccinated New York City teachers still fighting for reinstatement and back pay after Supreme Court win. What do you want to say? Yeah, you got like, Gibson. Sujata Gibson does it again. I was with her at the, at the uh, Savannah conference. She was on the panel with me. She's amazing. All She's right. one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Are so they going to get reinstated? Uh, well, it, it's on it's on being appealed, so yeah. uh, they haven't gotten their jobs yet, but yeah, yeah. they're eventually going to cave in. Yeah, it's, it's She's complicated, not letting go. too. Yeah, that's good. She's a barracuda. Well, thank you so right. much for having me. It was yeah. exciting, really. It, it was love, fun today. I love you guys. Love yeah. you, too. Thank you so much, and... Uh, Darn it, I wish I would have gone. I hate that. I've got um, F-O-M-O after, uh-huh. after the M-O, whatever, oh. F-O-M-O. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, everyone, go to childrenshealthdefense.org because you get one body, you get one mind, and you get one life. Protect it.